is one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Pierre Hood on oh. Shome 97.7. We welcome Pierre Hood at 821 now to Shome FM. Good morning to you, Pierre. Uh, good morning to you, Pete. How are you today? I'm pretty good. I was upset by last night's action. Of course, most Habs for fans for were last night. They gave up an early goal again, and then they give up a second goal. And uh, it's an old rule of hockey: you can't play catch-up hockey. You're in a bad position when you have to do that. You can't play catch-up hockey against uh, against one of the Catchuck brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> that's too. Yeah. Honor. Little play on words. Yeah, I got. It. Uh, I guess. I guess the appropriate song this morning would be "Desperado," right from the Eagles. Ooh. I was looking at the definition this morning of "Desperado," and they say an outlaw yeah. that is uh, ready to do everything to, uh, you know, to get what he wants sure. or to get to get uh, to the to, to the target. And I think that one team played with "Desperado" last night, and that was the Flames, and that certainly was not the local team. No, you know, the Flames can now see the uh, the playoff horizon there right before their eyes, and uh, they played like they wanted it last night, a lot more than we did. Uh, the coach, after the game chat, talked about too many players not competing enough. Is he right? What do you think? Oh, well, what do you think, Pete? Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> you <laughs> do, eh? <laughs> I, 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 and you know Dominique Duchamp now, he goes straight to the point uh, after a game, before a game. Uh, I, I guess he's... Um, it's a natural for him to say the things the way they are and not try to uh, to hide this and hide that and, and cover this and cover that. I think that uh, he was quick uh, to point out that uh, there were uh, there were too many players not playing their role last night. And and you know what, Pete? I think that this coach now is uh, is um, his his vision of his role as the leader of that team is is clearer now and. He expects every individual player to play at the level the player is able to play night after night. It's not a it's not a matter of asking too much from somebody and not enough from an, from another player. It's not a matter of uh, of putting uh, targets that are out of reach uh, for for a player or for the team. I guess it's a matter of asking each individual to be accountable for his potential. And uh, we see repeatedly recently players who don't live up to their capabilities and up to their potential. And if this little glitch individually is multiplied by so many players, well, you got a result like, like last night where anything looks bad because everything is done bad. Bottom line. Yep, for sure. The power play is bad. It's on, uh, I liked how you said this, it's back on neutral en bon québécois. Son poignet sur neutre. Mais non, c'est vrai. Two for 25 in nine games. That's not an impressive stat at all. It's not impressive. And it was so promising, you remember? Yeah, I do. It was, uh, it was one, of the, um, one of the positive uh, aspects of uh, the coaching change and having Alex Burroughs work on the power play, and by no means I put all the, the responsibility on the assistant coach, Alex Burroughs, because why was it working so fine, so well, uh, in the early stages of his, uh, of his uh, after his arrival uh, behind the bench? Well, I mean, it just can't, can't fade away like this. Then again, it's a matter of dedication. It's a matter of uh, involvement. It's a matter of doing the things, uh, doing things the right way. And um, as much as we had seen 
up until I would say the last eight or nine games, we had seen a much more aggressive power play. More aggressive, Pete, and I mean going to the net and try to create chaos and try to open up some new opportunities uh, for, the, uh, for the power play. And patience as well. Not try to, to deliver that predictable shot that nine times, nine times out of ten will be blocked by the defenseman or by a forward uh, or will miss the net. Patience and being more aggressive in front of the net. Those were the ingredients of the recipe of success. Well, we don't see that now for eight or nine games. We see players not moving their feet. We see players passing the puck in the perimeter uh, surface of the offensive zone. And very rarely will you see a player create chaos for the goaltender. And very rarely will you see quality shots making, at least making the target. So it's, uh, I mean, it's those, those are basic things that are so hard to understand for the fan and so hard for us to explain because why is this not uh, done uh, on a consistent basis? That's big enigma as far as I'm concerned. That's the million-dollar question. Yoel Armia on a brighter note back in the lineup last night. He played a pretty decent game, too. He looked like he was involved last night. Yeah, at some moment he was. And uh, actually, uh, Dominique Ducham realizing that things were not going the right way offensively, Pete, uh, decided to uh, in game decided to reshuffle the lines, yeah. and uh, it was quick. It was quick for Paul Byron to be removed from the Dano line and Yoel Armia put there, trying to bring a little bit more size. It's not a matter of uh, judging uh, the wrong way Paul Byron's uh, uh, input from uh, three nights ago, but it was a matter of trying to add some size to the Dano line because the the Flames made you. Uh, <laughs> made you react that way last night. Uh, so I guess it was okay. I mean, he was out of action for uh, for three weeks, a little bit more. And uh, it's, uh, it's a long way to, uh, you know, to, to be back 100% from COVID. Uh, so I think that overall, that's one bright uh, spot last night was Joel Armia's uh, uh, return. Although he finished the night with minus two, he still had, uh, he still had uh, many shots uh, toward the net. Uh, and uh, also uh, he had three hits, blocked some shots, so not bad for uh, for a first game. No, pretty good, actually. Newly acquired Eric Gustafson. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing him in the lineup. When is that going to happen? And apparently he has said now that uh, he is looking very, uh, very much forward to relaunching his career right here in Montreal. What's the word on that, Pierre? Yeah, a career that had more than 60 points mm-hmm. in a particular season not so long ago with the, the Blackhawks. Well, first of all, the first part of your question, the newly acquired defenseman will be available uh, as of next week okay. in Western in Western Canada uh, because the team is going to uh, to travel to, uh, to Alberta next week. And uh, this is when uh, uh, Jonathan Merrill and uh, Eric Gustafsson will be uh, available. He said all the right things last night, including being very honest about the fact that it was not a good fit in Philadelphia for him. Uh, he didn't go as far as blaming his relationship with the head coach Alain Vigneault, uh, but uh, he said, I never felt at home. And, uh, well, the other problem is that there was an equivalent to his potential in uh, in Philadelphia uh, with uh, Shane Gostisbehere. So he said there was no basically no room for two defensemen of the same style and the same type. So he said, I hope I can prove to Habs 
that uh, I can be back to uh, at least a certain level of my uh, shape of the past and my, my capabilities, offensive capabilities of the past. And he said, I, I look forward to try to help that team achieve the, the main goal, which is secure a, a spot in the, in the playoff run. Losing 4-1 last night to Calgary Day off today, and then uh, they're back in action again with those Flames uh, tomorrow night. Bell Center, early star day. Tomorrow's, what's that, 6 p.m.? Yeah, that's a weird schedule for the weekend, yeah. Pete. It's 6 p.m. tomorrow night, and it's 4 p.m. on Saturday against Ottawa. So the 6 p.m. start tomorrow is linked to the 4 p.m. start uh, on Saturday. I mean, there is a minimum a gap that you have to, uh, to respect, from the CBA uh, in order to to establish the schedule. So that's why the 6 p.m. start tomorrow night. So if you're uh, having your Friday afternoon drink (laughs) and you push back the Friday night dinner a little bit, you'll be watching the first period with us uh, having your uh, your Friday afternoon cocktail. Well, maybe the change up of schedule will do something positive for the Habs to get them rolling a little earlier tomorrow night. Uh, I, 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 th- I think I think they need a little bit more than a schedule of change. I think they look at they, they need to look at themselves in the mirror, mm-hmm. uh, every individual player, and try to to play. And uh, mind you, Pete, uh, Carey Price is close to be returning. Is it yeah. going to be tomorrow or Saturday? We don't know yet. Ben Sherratt could be in the lineup as well as early as tomorrow night. Okay, thanks, Pierre. Are we going to see you tomorrow? Come on by. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I will.